0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another episode. Thank you all for following me on this journey. I deeply appreciate it. I don't say it enough. I'm so sorry. And if this is your first episode, I have many more. I've been doing this since 2020, and it's been a hell of a roller coaster. It is my gem. It's my happy place. It's my little space on Earth, which I create every week. And I talk about my growth journey, my struggles, the reality, the inconsistencies do happen where I'm not posting every week because I'm living life. And every concept that I bring to you is a reflection of where my life is at, either at that moment or reflecting of different things in the past. So hopefully you'll take a second to kind of, you know, get familiar, subscribe and, you know, follow the, the journey. Um, Everything in me is um, also a website and I'm going to be doing some improvement. So I'm super excited. I wanted to get more things. Can you tell that I'm excited? Cause I can't even get it out. Um, I wanted to be sure to include a lot more tangible things and it can be an act, a really great interaction point for you all. So I'm coming with recommendations, which will include podcasts that I talk about books, all those sort of things that kind of, um, keep me aware at least that I can, you know, pin or you know share or include along with toolkit a toolkit hub where it have activities It also have the actual action plans that I included in my workshop series. Check out YouTube as well too. I am now posting more on there, posting on their period, revisiting that. So I have some really cool stuff happening. Subscribe to our YouTube, everything in me for notifications of when I post, because I have a couple that I recorded and I'm going to be releasing them very soon. So I'm super excited and proud of that. Cause I think that's a really great way just to, for you guys to have something to hold, with. And I think that I talked about this in my previous episode. I'm not sure, but I am going to be introducing fairly soon, um, self-care Sundays on YouTube where we'll do some self-care together and talk and unpack about the, you know, the week and just check in and do some really fun activities, um, just to give ourselves a space, you know, to be ourselves, give some me time, some love, some self-care, all that sort of good stuff. So, It'll be really cool I'm excited about it definitely you know get connected um, stay tuned for the changes I'll definitely announce it on here once it happens but I feel reinvigorated with my platform and what I can do um, it was a while that I felt like I was kind of in a rut and forcing myself into a hole that I wasn't really um, completely excited about I kind of felt like I had no choice but to go into this space but I reminded myself I have the freedom and the flexibility to do whatever the hell that I want to do. So, why am I forcing myself to do something that I don't have to? I hopefully that that applies to you as well too. Um. So I want to get into today's episode. This episode is about imperfection, and the reason why I wanted to record this episode, I thought I did already. To be honest with you, I'm surprised that I haven't talked about that. I mean, I know I've mentioned how I'm imperfect, but you know. Um, so the thing about it is, is that I've noticed how my views on the wall, on the wall, on the world have been that there's a lot of other things happening in this world that, you know, sometimes I feel like has nothing to do with me or I am, I wouldn't say holier than thou, but I'm the exception, you know, and that perfectionism that runs through my brain is very toxic. It is also helpful sometimes because it, it makes me. More persistent, more uh, passionate about things, prioritizing things, sticking with things. It 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 fuels me in certain in certain ways, but the other side, it can be very toxic because it causes me to have an unrealistic sense of the world and those relationships around me and, you know, getting work product done <laughs> because I have this sense that everything's just going to work out, come together, make sense, flow, blah, blah, blah. And there are, there is some truths to that, but the reality is there's only so much I can control. So when we talk about imperfection, realistically, what I'm, I'm referring to is this idea that, it is very plausible for us to miss the mark. That is natural. That is a part of the, the process. And it's almost, um, a space of comfort for me too, because it, it humbles me and it lets me know that although I have, you know, navigated through certain things in life and, you know, it didn't necessarily work out, it doesn't mean that I'm on the wrong path. So for instance, I was talking to a colleague about buying a house and Y'all, I can't tell you. It's been easily probably, what, 14, 15 years that I've been wanting to buy a house. So it becomes a sore spot because I've I've gone through the process before. I know what it takes to buy a house. I understand what things need to come together. I've attempted the process of buying a house several times and it just never lined up for me. And I've been a big person who at many points in my life where I wanted to focus on achieving. And so that meant for me to make sure that I had my ducks in a row. I was serious about my finances. I got myself out of major debt before um, as far as just credit card debt and not being responsible with credit card debt and just being extremely excessive with purchasing and not realizing how that those ramifications came back and hit me in the butt. Um, you know, I've made several mistakes before with attempting purchasing a house and I completely how, you know, understand how that didn't necessarily line me up, but there were other things that really allowed me to grow and to respect the process and to understand what it is, you know, I can really, really do with this. And as much as I want to say that, You know, I did everything I possibly could have done on my end to make this happen and the external thing didn't work out. I can't completely say that with complete confidence because there are things that I chose not to sacrifice. There are things that I didn't do to set myself up to win, although I do like to, but there are other pieces that I just wasn't mature enough or willing, or I understand that I should have done differently. Now, not in every case or every instance. The same thing goes with jobs. So at one point in time, I was really attempting to um, get this one role and I basically reset my whole life. Like I reset my whole life and positioned it in full focus for this one role. And I didn't necessarily feel like I was qualified for the job, which obviously didn't help, but I felt like I was the the applicant. You gave a chance. So do you see how already there, I still have a chance, although I don't have a chance. I'm the chance if you're going to take a chance, but who said that the job was going to pick someone where they wanted to take a chance on. But in my mind, I felt just, I felt like I was the right one that you would take a chance on. So when that fell through, obviously it was going to fall through. I can see that now. Um, I felt like I missed the mark. I felt like they missed out as well too. But it was mostly about just rewriting the way that I thought of myself. And that's really what it is, is imperfection lies with everything. Um, I'm definitely a person who looks for perfectionism. Like I prefer perfect straight lines. I prefer, you know, things that are symmetrical. I prefer things that make sense in my mind. And I, I struggle with being in situations or, um, you know, strategies that don't make sense. Like, God forgive me. I had a work issue, um, these last couple of weeks that I've been dealing with. And I've been like, this is not making sense. This is really frustrating me. But I, I truly also feel like whenever things have been brought to your attention that remind you that you are imperfect and that you are learning It's such a gift because knowing that your shit stinks is the best thing you can walk through in life. And there was a time where I did not want to hear about my shit stinking because I was very anal about how I represented myself, who I associated myself with, how I navigated the world, what I did to make sure I protected my image, all of those things. So there was no way you were really going to penetrate me you know, and that's a scary place to live in because that signals that, you know, when you look at things, you don't really review yourself effectively. You kind of just, I don't know, you overlook the pieces of you that need work. And those are the pieces that have the most beauty. Those are the pieces that are, you know, tell the most of the story. And I don't want to live life without a story. Um it gives you purpose, it gives you grit, it gives you honesty, it gives you the right vision and that's something that I'm trying to accept and that's something that I'm trying to understand about myself and be more comfortable with. I had a conversation with one of my my um dream team girls and she's not a girl, she's a lady, she's a woman. And um we were just unpacking some things and I I was rooting for her imperfection. And she was like, thank you so much. But it wasn't even sarcasm. It was genuine, honest, like, thank you. Let's talk about how we missed the mark and how it could have been different. And we should have done things differently. And let's be proud that we caught it that we're, we're, you know, it's on our to-do list now and that we are excited about where this is going to take us. And I just, I just, I had to tell her, I was like, that right there gives me so much hope that, and also reaffirms that I'm around the right type of people, that I've developed the right type of relationships that keep me grounded and keep me focused on what really matters versus feeding me and being yes men and feeding me information that leads me in the wrong direction you know it's hard sometimes to be able to hear your own voice in all that you exist in it's hard sometimes to be more comfortable or comfortable at all with the things that you can't control the things that don't always add up it's hard it's it's truly challenging to sit in those pieces of life and i think as a person who loves to help other people and who loves for them not to be in their you know most imperfect stage because let me tell you, it does not necessarily feel good. You're not like, I don't know. You're just not like, how do I say this? You're not really comfortable. And it, it, it's scary because it's uncertain, you know, how this is going to go, what this is going to attach to you, what memories are going to come up, how are you going to be able to handle them? All those sort of things definitely come through. Um, But it's such a beautiful ride to be on because it lets you know there's some healing about to happen here. And she said that she's like, I'm going to, I'm so happy that I get to heal. Like I get to, to unwrap this, you know, that I've been either wrapping in a certain way or whatever. And I was like, you're so right. Like it's about perspective. And this, this is what you know, life has taught me in so many different ways is that it's really about perspective and the way that you look at things. And it also is about acting within the, the person that you want to be like making the decisions of the person that you want to be, regardless of the external circumstances, you know, all we can control is ourselves. That's all we can control we can't control outcomes. We can't control, you know, expectations. We can't control, you know, a lot of different things. But if we are more focused on ourselves and what it is we contribute to every instant, then we do ourselves justice. We truly, truly do. And so with that, I kind of just feel, I don't know, reinvigorated, you know, just because that I'm, I am, honest with my imperfections. Now, something I always recommend, always tell my peoples, therapy is amazing. I will be in therapy probably for the rest of my life (laughs) if I can, because it is just, it's something that I look forward to. I do it every two weeks um, there's no excuses. It gets done every two weeks. It is authentic. It is true. It is reflection of where I'm at. It puts things in perspective. It allows me to put things on the table and sometimes catch those aha moments at once. It's definitely not something that I say that I felt the, saw the value in immediately because when you, when you are doing therapy, in my opinion, the switch is the channel is on m- many different channels it could be about achievements it could be about grief which which is what led me into therapy um and then also circling back to the core issues that i face as an individual who struggles with anger and which is really hurt um you know i wanted to unpack that i wanted to 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 find a place to represent some time in my life that i could really deal with that so it didn't necessarily translate externally. And I don't know, It's 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 been such a beautiful journey. Um, it's allowed me to have a space for my imperfections to exist. And I would say that's the core place as to how I reposition things. So one thing about, I think all of us can kind of understand is when we make an assessment or when we go through a moment of time at which we are you know, doing things imperfectly, which is majority of the time, but more specifically making mistakes, um, you know, falling, falling, you know, going further from who we want to be or who we're trying to be, whatever it may be, um, giving someone else outside of God himself access to you in that vulnerable, honest, courageous, brave, uncomfortable space is so, so precious. The reason why I say that is because a lot of times when you are navigating these things, you're not necessarily ready completely to either hear someone else's thought process surrounding that experience. Okay, y'all. I had to get them bills paid. It's not really paying no bills, y'all. I'm not even lying to you. It doesn't even pay the bill for my website. But we have ads. Um so going back to what I was saying, it doesn't really completely, um, give you the control in that space, your left, your, your secret, your imperfection, your, um, struggle with something or your unknowing, you know, decision that you made that you, that you dealt with and you're you know you're explaining you're being vulnerable you're venting you're expressing what happened or how you felt whatever whatever when you release that into someone else's awareness you run the risk of a lot of different things they could be digging you farther in the hole they could be triggering you they could be creating some sort of new trigger. <laughs> um triggers don't always necessarily mean that <laughs> they're not developing after childhood. <laughs> they definitely still are developing. Um but you know, you have to be careful. You have to be able to I wouldn't say withstand, but you have to be honest enough. So something that I've learned more recently is that you have to give people you have to be honest and communicated with people to give them the chance to adapt to your current emotional state, keeping it from them truly, truly does, you no know justice because you're sucking it all in and it does them no justice because you don't give them the opportunity to manage you in a way that maybe you need. Um, and so it's important that you give that, um, give that sort of information out where necessary. Now, Sometimes, like I talked about with the yes men, you'll get the individuals who constantly, and this is something you have to be weary of. I'm the type of person, I'm gonna call you out on your shit, and I expect you to do it for me too. There's no, there's no, I wouldn't say rules, there's no, I'm not an exception to the rule in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, with that, being around people who are okay with saying, you messed up, like you really should have done things differently. And I think that you under, un, you, didn't, uh, you underestimated what it was going to take or how it was going to make me feel or what that really meant. Or I don't feel like you were living within your value system that you claim to have. And because of that, I suffered. Because of that, I now have to deal with these feelings or the situation or you know, at work, just not lining up the type of, you know, performance in which you said you're really good at, what's up with that? You know, you, you, there's ways that you would have to answer to these things. And so, um, you have to be very careful because you don't want the external piece, unless I think there's, there's certain exceptions to the rule, but, um, when it comes to the external piece of it all, as far as, you know, getting feedback from them, being in environments in which you can do no wrong, or being in environments that are silent, that don't contribute to your growth, is doing your disjustice. It is allowing you to basically walk around this world with your shirt inside out and no one saying anything, um, or with you know a, a knife in your back and no one saying it. They didn't necessarily put it there, but they're like, "I'm not saying anything because oh well, they'll figure it out. They got to know it's there." No, you 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 have a you have a responsibility to give that person the honest truth about whatever it is you're feeling, whatever it is going on. And it is up to you to be honest, transparent, and clear about the things that are actually going on. And so it's something that you know as we try to figure out exactly how we navigate things when it comes to mistakes and imperfection we also have to look at going back to my healing workshop um you definitely want to check it out it's on youtube um <laughs> my healing workshop i talk about unpacking things and identifying where do they go so when you're you know going back kind of in through your life or milestones or whatever you're talking about the imperfection, the moments where you miss the mark or things that add up, you have to make sure that the weight that you're carrying is actually yours. The expectations of your behavior aren't a result or the, the outcomes of your behavior weren't a direct result to just you, you know, just winging it because you just never had any sort of concrete, um, any sort of concrete like foundation on it or access to information that could help guide you. I know I'm definitely that person. The The career choice that I've made, the, you know, degrees that I've had, that I have, it isn't because I've had a clear path and I won it. Like I won it, if that's the past tense of winging it. But, you know, I've just, I won it, <laughs> um, you know, just trying to figure it out and just trying to achieve something that there isn't really context in between. So think about it. You have a goal, you're at a starting point, you want to get to that goal. That in betweenness doesn't have any sort of context, any, you know, depth to it, has no, you know, instructions, has no expectations, has no, you know, anything guide that you have to then fill in the gap. So how are you filling in the gap? You're going to get it right sometimes. You're going to get it really wrong. You're going to change your mind. You're going to look at the goal from a different angle. You're going to take it all the way back and say, okay, scratch this original because it's not going to lead me all the way through. I'm only going to get halfway. So you have have to process and strategize and analyze things from different perspectives and at different states of mind. So for instance, when you're dealing with something that you feel really guilty about, it's not good to sit here and beat yourself up when you are feeling down or sad or frustrated by it all. You need to sit with those feelings because those feelings aren't necessarily who you are. It's just a state of mind. It's just your current state of mind. It's more of going back to when there is a quietness or stillness to be able to assess and unpack things. So that way you can say, okay, now that I've allowed the sadness to go through, the anger to go through, the frustration to go through, the questioning to go through, the regret to go through, where am I at? what involvement did i truly have in this what was the original expectation what was the original goal um you know and how did i come into this maybe un- under prepared or not not prepared at all and expect to have the outcome that i did now don't get me wrong some people are able to get those outcomes by chance like certain things certain factors certain skill sets you know heighten depending on what goal you're after or life stage you're, you're, you're currently with, but that doesn't always mean that you, you knock it out the park, you know, um, <clears throat> when you're rooting for something and it doesn't necessarily work out, it's a, it's a true story to just say, you know, these are, there's a reminder really that there are things we just cannot control. It doesn't matter how much we try. It doesn't matter what we do to try, it just means that it's never gonna work out because it's not supposed to. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times that <laughs> I try to make stuff happen and it just didn't work out. Like I was this infatuated with singing at one point and I thought I was gonna be an artist. And I was like gung ho about this whole, you know, aspect within myself, but there were so many barriers or so many things that I couldn't see myself doing and I struggled with, and I didn't have any context or I wouldn't even say confidence because it wasn't like I was not, I was, yeah, I could say that. Yeah, that's true. I didn't have complete confidence, but I had determination and I had will, but I just couldn't seem to get over the spiral that was intended to happen if I were to make it and the access to my privacy, which levels back to my introvertedness. Now, for instance, just taking the introvertedness at heart, you know, for an example, I, I had to take a step back and say, okay, where did that come from? Was that naturally who I was? You know, is it just something I've kind of developed over time? And honestly, I think it's a little bit of both. So based on the type of, you know, environment I was in, I felt isolated. A lot of the times I felt lonely. A lot of the times I felt overlooked a lot of the times, which led me to continue those behaviors or that mindset as an adult. Now that that doesn't mean it's the end of the world because I don't feel the same as I did before. It just means that then when there are times where I should participate in grander, larger things, I have to represent myself accordingly. And i definitely messed a couple of those opportunities up before just not being authentic, second guessing myself, um, you know, underprepared, not taking it seriously, you know, and it just didn't work out because I didn't do my part. And that fear that, that really grips you. I mean, fear can, can cause your body to break down. Like the thought of fear, the reaction of you know being fearful, can truly cripple you. It can make you sick, it can give you diseases in a sense that your body will be so stressed, so consumed by the emotion, it can trigger you know spasms and all these uncomfortable sensations because that fear is literally trying to come outside of your body in any way, shape or form, and it's crazy because we don't recognize how that's directly related to the way that we function. Now, um, my biggest thing is, is with fear and and making decisions or taking chances and risks and stuff like that, which is definitely something I'm trying to get a little bit more comfortable with. Um, the opportunity cost is great, is really high. If you don't jump into something, hoping to seek, you know, take the opportunity. Now I can't speak for everyone because obviously that's just not where this lies, but hopefully my perspective definitely, you know, gives you guys a different, different angle on things and maybe you can adopt it or take it for a grain of salt or just reiterate that. Yeah, I feel the same way too. And I understand where you're coming from and I never thought of it that way because the reality is life is about perspective. My perspective doesn't mean that it definitely reflects yours and that's fine. That's natural. That's normal. But, um, when it comes to imperfection and living with imperfections, whether it be also in our physical sense, like what parts of our body do we feel are imperfect and, you know, should or could be different. I mean, I was given some, so meaning when I was growing up in school, there were clear differences of myself that, um, that were brought to my attention as if, I don't know. I don't think I really, I did compare myself to other people in school, but, um, there were other, there were pieces of me that were brought to my attention. My lazy eye was one of my biggest triggers. Oh my goodness. Y'all. I can't even believe it. I have to be honest with you guys. Cause what else is this for if I'm not authentic, but, um, my lazy eye always bothered me because I first of all, let me be very clear, I don't notice it, so I don't know when it happens. I can't tell, so this is also something that you isn't really visible to you. so for those of us who went through whether I'll list them out for you really quickly, but so there was my lazy eye, my ear that um I would takes after my father's ear, which fold over at the top. Um, my toenail, which is lit. It's still a nail, but it's more like literally a nail, like a hammer nail. Like that's the kind of width we're talking about here. It's not that big. Um, shout out to the nail techs who actually paint that nail. Cause it's still a nail. Uh, what else was my weight was a, a sense of imperfection. Um, what else? I guess my hair at one point in time, cause it just wasn't conforming it would not lay down flat. It was not listening to anything. Um, I think that's about it that I can think of that was externally. So it was given to me, you know, or made note of by bulliers, bullies, and just people in general, um, who just didn't understand. Now there's certain things that are within my control, my weight, it's kind of within, you know, my weight shot up, because of now I understand it puberty yes but also just loneliness and that time period in life where I just wasn't comfortable with myself because your body's changing but also I was going through a lot of things I was during that window and so it created bad habits it created bad experiences when I looked at how differently in high school and I was able to slim down it hugely made a difference in how I represented myself because I was finding myself a lot more. Um, but like my eye, I, I have no control over that. I don't even know that's there. And I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm shameful because I wasn't, I'm not really shameful. It's more like, I wish I understood that more. And I also wish that others understood that more. There's certain things we can't control when it comes to our perfectionism or imperfection, you know, but there's other things we can't. And How could you shame someone who can't control the fact that they were born with ears that are folded over? Like that is weird. Like you're a weirdo. Like, come on y'all. Like, why are we beating ourselves up over things that don't necessarily compare to other people if we can't even control what that looks like? Like we, we hadn't, we had no, that was God's choice. Like you're mad at me or you are confused by God's choice really? Come on, man. How do you sound? You sound crazy. You know, and I I see that a lot too online as far as like how people handle things and how people adjust themselves to be more acceptable and more desirable and more um, interesting. You know, I've definitely shied away from that. I've always, I've always positioned myself to be attractive through my eyes. I've never looked at others to say, I want to be attractive to them. So like if there was a suitor or a person that I was interested in, I knew they liked the rocker girl. I would never dress like a rocker girl, although I did during high school because I thought it was cute, um, to impress them. It wasn't for others, always for myself. But I know there is a world out there where the idea is, let me create a perfect for you which makes me obvious, not obviously in real life or in all actuality, not perfect. Um, when it comes to my looks or even my behavior, even how I conduct myself, um, you know, I'm more concerned about being authentic and true to my heart and true to me than to be manipulated into becoming or being more accepted by others and seen by others. In different ways, I just feel like I just don't represent myself well when I shift the conversation to be about what it is others want from me, and this comes with just years of being assured of yourself, and that's something I would love to pour into everyone around me. you know, I was with my goddaughter, and I was just telling her how gorgeous she was, and I don't think you know she's ten, and there's so much that we don't think to take care of when it comes to our kids. And, um, one of those things for me was just reminding and just instilling, like, look how perfect you are. Look how great you are. Look how amazing you are, you know, as you are, don't you forget that. Like, and something I had saw, I don't remember where I saw it from, but somebody was just saying like how certain people, it's really hard for them to take compliments you know they they give it back to you. And so something I recommend you do and others and do for others is stop taking compliments or stop, you know, giving compliments to people once they've done initiated it. You know, just just let it soak in. Just appreciate that moment because there is a, is a form of deflecting sometimes in that environment, it could have been that I was, Oh my God, I was going to say the same thing about your shoes. Like that, that was on my mind. But sometimes we do it as an automated response, just like, Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? It's not necessarily because you can take a compliment and just accept it and appreciate it. You have to find a way to give it back to them in order to feel like, okay, we're on a, a level playing field. And that's something I've been trying to be better at myself of like, when someone compliments me, I've been trying to just, thank you. I, you know, what I really appreciate it. And I've also been stopping others from, you know, trying to give me back compliments in those moments because there's a sense of worthiness or lack there of worthiness that exists in that, even though it may not feel that way. And that's actually something that, um, I've been, well, not that particularly, but the idea of breaking down and synthesizing the the true or the underlying heartbeat behind, um, just behind like conversations or issues or conflicts and simplifying them to the easiest part of it all because diluting it from the emotion gives you the true source or stem of the root of the issue. You know, um, Jenny, Mai said when a plant is sick, do you blame the plant or do you blame the soil? And as we go back to our imperfections, do we blame ourselves or do we blame our upbringings or our environments? No, we blame the environment or we blame the upbringing. And even with that blame is such a hard way to, 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 to say certain things. Cause some of y'all are blaming y'all mama for why you are the way that you are. No, you blame them for what you, you blame yourself for what you continue to be. They got you so far. And sometimes if you go a generation back, they were doing the best way, the best thing they possibly could. Literally, they gave you all that they got. Some of them didn't because they didn't know how to. And I respect that about my mom because I understand she just didn't know how to. And that's why I guess I'm not as, um, tied to getting resolution and change and, you know, her meeting my expectations, like no, but, you know, when we look at the imperfections that we currently have or, um, deal with or, you know, go through, we, since we certainly have to look at the full picture and that's the same thing with the healing, like where does this actually belong? Why am I carrying it? Think about all the things in your house. That's another thing too that I cannot wait to do is to purge, 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 purge. You have to purge all of the former beliefs, all of the lies you told yourself, all of the things that you you meant to do. You have to purge all of that weight in order to give yourself the space to create new, improved, um, more interesting, better Um, outcomes. You know, you have to purge the original thought process, the original way of how you were feeling or dealing with the situation and welcome in a new way, a new wave of handling and doing things. And like I've said before, when you it, and it's not going to feel natural, but one thing you have to make sure of is that your motives are for you. You are the most constant. And going back to what I said before, you are only in control of yourself. So if the motive is you, then you can maintain and control the constantness of it all. You know, choosing to be a good person and choosing to be a person that you can be proud of is, is very commendable, very commendable that's definitely something that I stand on and something that I'm always striving to be. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have it figured out, but I know what I don't want. I know what I do want. I know what I'm capable of. And I'm learning more about my boundaries and how I'm pushing those, you know, assumptions of myself a little bit more as well too, to make sure that I can get in the right space, get in the right place. And it'll only come with time. It will only come with time. And so as we look at our imperfections and as we sit with them, I want you to respect them. I want you to allow them a seat at the table because they are part of the entirety of you. It's like, it's so random, but it's like Toy Story and how, you know, the original one Toy Story where across the street, you had all these damaged toys or, you know, broken toys, but they still had a heartbeat in them. They still were deserving of love and attention. And for those of you who feel broken and who feel wrong and who feel stupid and feel useless, I am rooting for you because you matter. And just because you feel disheveled, damaged, damaged, insecure, unlike yourself and unlike anything that's desirable, you are the way you're supposed to be, not to say that you continue to stay this way, but you are not a mistake, you are not um something that doesn't matter. You are something that is more valuable because of all of the effort it takes to get up every day. To interact every day, to take care of yourself every day, to be responsible every day, to be you know diligent and to be proactive and to be you know persevere every day, because you don't have an easy route through all of this, you have a way more difficult route, and I'm so inspired by the people who have made it their business to say, "You know what I don't care what the circumstance may be." I'm going to fight for my life. I'm going to fight for the betterment of me and whatever it takes, it's going to happen. And it's people like that, that keep me motivated because they remind me that regardless of whatever it is I may be facing or whatever it is I have to sit with, I can persevere. I can take care of myself in a sense that if they can do it, then I can do it. And I lean to them for inspiration because it comes from everywhere and everything. Sometimes the simplest things truly give you the most inspiration, like a tree rising out of concrete. Look at the odds that were up against that tree. That tree kept rising. Look at the imperfections it was grown growing into or growing with. It's still rising. You know, so why is it that I can't navigate or I'm not navigating things or I don't see the possibility or the opportunity. There's so much opportunity and just growing and shifting and changing and maneuvering things differently. And I, and I really, I really commend everyone who has done it so far. And I really am rooting for those of us who are still fighting through some things or trying to navigate through some things. And I I'm rooting for those of you who are like, you know what, Sam, a lot of shit are piled up against me a lot of things are just riding on me and they're fighting me. And, you know, I've been making some decisions that I'm not proud with. And I've been, you know, thinking some thoughts that I'm not happy about. And I'm worried about the outcomes of those, you know, decisions that I've already made. And I feel like my fate is just doomed. I want to let you know that even by just listening to this podcast, as cliches as it may sound, there is a beating heartbeat within you. There is a light that is looking to shine and you are now responsible with knowing this information. And I'm telling you to find ways to uncover that light, let it shine and let it attract the right type of environments that you belong to be in. Let it start to attract the type of, you know, habitat you know neighborhoods, exciting opportunities that it deserves to continue to fuel. Things that are intended to fuel it and to, you know, be transformed by it. That light itself are going to be attracted to you. And I just hope hope you welcome that. I hope you understand that. And I I deeply appreciate everyone who listens because it truly makes me feel seen. And you know sometimes. A lot of things in life kind of get piled up and you don't feel seen. You kind of see, you kind of feel overlooked and you just start just going through the motions. And this definitely has helped me create a space where I am seen. And, um, it's so nice to feel seen and, 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 and loved and represented. And I can't wait to, to engage with you guys again next week and definitely stay tuned for all the really cool things that are set to happen bear with me as I make the changes and kind of spice things up a little bit and just rearrange and, you know, reformat kind of the the vision of everything in me. And just remember, I'm rooting for you.